like a coal being put on your lips to fulfill what God wants you to do in that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Ability to teach, the ability to minister and stand in that office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shootahata. 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 Utamahata. Utundetetete makantundotak. Chiki mahdongatundunamana debo shootu utuldarama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see that, the region. Yeah. Praise God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Put your hands up reverently and just praise Him. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Yeah, there, there, there's, a, there, there's a room for you to function in this, in this way. I'm talking to Dad Jones. Yeah. Come on down here if you would, sir. If you if you God's got something for you tonight. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, there is there there's a Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mm, a new place of refreshing. A place you will go that you've been hungry for. And God will anoint you and equip you to walk in that. (laughs) More than the ministry of helps, but there are more. Uh, uh, Yeah. Shutahatuhumamayetehetimohandunditehmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
my own opinion. I, I have my own opinion about that when he's coming, but anyway, praise God. I'm just not giving you my opinion. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, praise God. Glory to God. So I've been doing, I've been doing those rearrangings. And you know, sometimes it, it, in your mind and flesh, it, you don't like it. You don't make it, to make, you, know, you know, we're creatures of habit. We go this, you know, do it, but just, no, and you do this, this, and like my son said, I, I laughed at first, but he said, uh, this is what he said, well, Dad, do you think God punked you? to get you to, to get, get, out, get over here, to get over here. You know, that was his language, you know. I don't. But anyway, praise God. And we have to change and go with the things that God's doing. I remember several years ago, he said, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the methodology will be different. And see, we, we get in a rut that's actually where denominations come in. When, when God's doing something different, they don't want to change their methodology, so they just stay in the same place. See, and we have to, we have to be open. Just for instance, you know, like the, uh, uh, my family ain't here, so I don't know, but, you know, Facebook and all that stuff, you know, computer stuff. And I said, ah, I don't want to deal with that stuff. Well, God dealt with me about it. He dealt with me about it. So my son Grant, you know, he, he, he got in there and, get, and started doing things. And what was it last week? Over 6,000? Eight? And it's from, listen, this is, here's the deal. From 15 to 30. Is that right? Age group. See, last year I spoke at a youth meeting. I said, why would they want a geezer like me? I don't, you know, I don't, my hair ain't red, part green, you know. And they say, you know, you got to do all that to, to identify with the young people. But we had a meeting. They had kids down there crying, getting right. I had a tie on. See, it's just methodology trying to, you know. But the Lord said, said something to me. He said, I'm going to give you the ability to get that generation. And I said, and I'm thinking, how, how can that be? And here, they got all these people from 15 to 30 hitting on loving the anointing. And then he said this. He said, now, that pop culture, you know, in between the from the word of faith, and then there was a pop culture that raised up, that, that generation. And they got all these pop culture churches. He said, now, you're going to have to let that, that, that group go. He said, but go after this next generation with the Bible school and everything else. Can, can, can you see that? And I'm shocked. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm... I, you know, I didn't change my clothes. I didn't do anything. But there's a, there's a new generation that is hungry for the power of God. And actually, in our Bible school, it's just mostly young people. We, we have a few middle-aged like me. 
But they're mostly young people coming. They're coming from Canada and everything. And it's, it's in that age group. How'd I get off on this? Glory be to God. See, sometimes we can say, nah. And you got to be careful. Because, you know, you're, you're set from the, the, the old methodology. You need to get into the new, what God is doing today. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But that, I said all that to say that I feel that's what's going to be happening here. Glory be to God. I mean, we have different ages, but really in our, the, the hottest ones on fire are the younger ones from 15 to 30. We had one lady leave our church. She said, oh my God, they got those teenagers as ushers. Now, I didn't say this to her, but I felt like saying, you know, to her personally, that's because you won't do anything. <laughs> so the younger group, they're going to pick the blessing up. Amen. 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 It's been getting better, hasn't it? Well, you haven't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen, you haven't seen anything yet with God. Shoot up. Shoot up. My, my. Did that fit for you? Glory be to God. You knew there was something, but it just seems like you get to a certain point and you can't get no further. Well, you just went further tonight. I said you just went further tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> My, 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 my. Glory be to God. Woo! Praise God for the anointing. Hallelujah. All right, you may be seated. Did you bring your Bibles? You know, if you're ashamed to carry it with you, put it in a sack until you get over it. <laughs> I'm drunk. Glory be to God. Glory be to God forevermore. Praise God. Now, I, there's some other things I'm going to do, but I want to go over to uh, Matthew 8 and then uh, also 1 Peter 2.24. Somebody asked me last year, there was a big epidemic of flu running around. They said, did you get your shot? And I said, yeah, I did. First Peter 2.24, who his own self bore our sins and his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness but by whose stripes ye were healed. Past tense, we were already, we're not gonna get healed, we're already healed. already healed. Pray, well, if you're already healed, then I am. Well, but my body says, I don't care what your body says. Amen. I don't care what the pain, it'll scream out to you, well, you're not healed. Feel us, we're, we're right here. Can you feel, feel us right there? And I said, no, we were healed. 
See, that, that's where a lot, a lot of us have missed it. Now, over here in, in, in Matthew 8, um, 17, 16, let's start with that. Praise God. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast the spirits with his word and healed them, A-L-L, all that were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. See, healing and health will never be filled in, in your life unless you say it. You have to speak it. Not what he spoke, that's what he said here, but what you speak. If you talk about the sickness and disease all the time, my arthritis, my, my gizzard, my, my heart, So you got you to speak himself. Now look at, look at here. Spoke by the Isaiah the prophet saying, everybody say saying. saying. This is where a lot of people are missing it. We need to say it. Himself took our infirmities or our pains and bore our sicknesses. But I like that word he took. Well, you need to find out where he took it. See, I, 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 was, I was raised in a Catholic church. I wasn't a real good Catholic like the pastor's wife. She'd, she'd go to church with a hangover before she was saved, you know. <laughs> but she was down there. She was faithful. I wasn't that good of a Catholic. But when I did go to church, I, I had reverence for the house of God. I had rever reverence for the holy water. I had reverence for the priest, and we didn't talk during the service. Yes, sir. And we didn't dare put gum in the pew. That's right. That's sister, right. sister Superior catch you, you get hit with a ruler in the That's back right. of the head, man. <laughs> I learned that in catechism. I learned not to act up. But anyway, so I get saved, and I come uh, there in the charismatic, right? And I come, I come, I got saved in a denominational church, and praise God, they believed in healing. I, I mean, in salvation. They believe in being born again. You see, I came out of a home of alcoholism. My mother was in and out of mental institutions, and she was sick all the time. She used to have a medical book that thick, and she was always telling us kids what was wrong with us. I remember I had a big old rash on my head and she said, now she looked it up in her book and she said, now I still remember the day, alopecia alzetta. Anybody know what that is? What is it, a ringworm? Huh? I think it's when your hair falls out. Yeah, your hair falls out like a ringworm, you don't do it. Now how do I remember that as a kid? My mother said, now little Eddie, you got alopecia alzetta because this book says right here. You see, she, she, she came... She just read about sickness and disease and it, and it went through her. She would say, I, I'm going to die when I'm mid-40. She did at 45. She died of alcoholism. But before she died, she gave her heart to the Lord because I got saved two years before that. But see, I was around a lot of sickness and disease. So I, my mother was sick all the time. And, 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 and so I kind of, like I took it out on her that the reason we are in this mess and couldn't buy, you know, decent food and everything is because of her. But when I got saved, God dealt with me. That's it, it wasn't her, it was the devil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm just giving a little background to feel the way I feel. You know, I'm doing it. Well, I didn't know he took it. See, I, I didn't know that. In the Catholic Church, we're taught you're suffering. You, they, had it, they had it around Easter. They were showing over the Philippines where people were they're still being nailed to the cross. And you're thinking, well, what's wrong with you, stupid? He already did it. You don't know. But see, that's religion. And then they were following the guy who was hanging on the cross. They're falling behind with glass and a thing and getting their backs to, for the blood. The blood's going down their legs for a remission of sin. See, anytime you think that you're suffering for Jesus, who do you think you are, Jesus? I mean, who do you think you are? So I, I, you know, we believed in suffering. Catholic Church believed in suffering. They still had Jesus up on the cross. He's suffering. I remember I used to go into Catholic Church, feel sorry for him. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, reverently, but I mean, you know, and they had it painted, the blood coming, you know, everything coming out of the side, the thorn. I, I said, poor Jesus. Well, they didn't teach us he was off of that cross and he's on the right hand of the Father. I might teach it while I'm here. I, I, got, I got a new sermon, preached it once, maybe twice, the two sittings of Jesus. He sat once here on the earth that day in the temple when they all got mad. He sat down in his place of authority. And then he sat again up in heaven. And both of those sittings, we sat with him. That's right. <laughs> See, we didn't know that. Well, I come over among the Pentecostals, you know, and they're teaching, you know, they get over there, all things work to good for them, love God. In other words, God will put sickness on you or he'll allow it. You know, you allow say how many heard that? You know, he he allows sickness. You know, for you for you for you'd be a better Christian. Well, my mother never got better. See, when I'm hearing, see, if if you if you just use your brain, it'll override a bunch of religious stuff. They talk about a loving father. Now he's putting cancer on you. Take your child away from you, for you'd be a better Christian. I think you get bitter. What kind of a father would do something like that? Or if you thought he allowed it, you know, you know, we, you know, he allows the birds to sing. He allows people to burn, blow up things. But if you think he's behind it anyway, you know. So I, I went. I, I got saved. I got involved in the church. If you read my book out there, I got involved in the church. But I had a problem with this sickness. I had a problem with it. See, I didn't know God was going to call me into healing ministry. You know, but I had a problem with it, and I, and I asked a lot of questions. If you get in a denominational church and ask a lot of questions about healing, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, come on now. I mean, you will, you know. Well, if he's going to put sickness, how's he going to do it? Well, he just does it. So I went and talked to him one time. You know, I got on, I, after a couple of years, I was put on the board and everything else, you know, and that was very boring. But anyway, we, <laughs> and, and so we, you know, I'd ask questions, you know, about the sickness and disease. I said, you know, you believe the same way as Catholics do. Oh, my God, that's the harlot church. You don't want that's what they tell me. Oh, that's the harlot. Matter of fact, when I got saved, they said, come back, bring your Bible back tonight. That was Sunday night. 
and I brought my big white Bible. Still have it today, my Catholic Bible. If you flip it over a few pages, whoever the Pope was, he, he, his picture's in there. Mother Mary's in there. And I carry that in that Pentecostal church. I thought they were going to have a heart attack. <laughs> and they gave me a paperback King James version. Yeah. No, you know, you need to get rid of that and have the King James. But I didn't get rid of it. I still got it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You was raised Catholic too. and We were, we were Catholics and going to hell. <laughs> but, uh, well, I know a lot of Pentecostals. Are, anyway, I'll stay away from that. Anyway, I, I kept, you know, in, in the, I don't know if they had, if you remember, some of you might remember back in the 70s, I had this book come out, The Power of Praise by Carruthers. Praise God for your sickness. You praise God for everything. And that guy, that guy had more accidents. I think he had over 100 automobile accidents. He was sick and his wife left. He had a church there. That book sold millions and millions of dollars. And I'm right in this Pentecostal church. Well, you need to praise God for your sickness. I ain't praying him for my sickness. I didn't praise God. He's... Then I got a book. This, this is where I got in trouble with my church. I got a book by T.L. Osborne called Healing the Sick, and it answered all my questions. Amen. I found out he took it away. Yeah. I found out that he took it somewhere. Yeah. See, I'd ask him, well, where did he take it? Did he put it in his pocket until I become a bad boy? Then, he, then he'd put it on me or something. I mean, where did he take it? I know where he took it after I learned. He took it to hell and shoved it down the devil's throat is what he did. My pity. That's right, yes. Glory be to God forevermore. Well, I found out in that book. And then, you know, then, then the, you know they, the, they taught him Paul's thorn in the flesh. That was sickness and disease. I says, how do you read that in there? How do you read sickness in there? He's well over there. He said he, was, he had trouble with his eyes, so that's it. I said, you're speculating. See, ask questions. Use your brain. Hello? But I, my questions got, eventually got me kicked out of that church. So I, got, I read, I read what, what T.L. said about those. I said, that sounds it. Because of the abundance of revelation, he had these troubles that came to him, but it wasn't sickness and it was buffetings. So you know what I tell him? What about the thorn in the flesh? I said, well, how much revelation have you got? When I came into this new anointing I'm into, there was a lot of buffetings going on. Talk, gossip, buffetings, all kinds, but not sickness and disease. That answered some of my questions. Well, I went, I went, you know, and I, then I was in with the Royal Rangers, and I started, I would do crafts for 30 minutes. Then the other 30, I would teach them, I'd teach them out of that book, Healing the Sick. Then right after that is when I got a hold of Brother Hagen's stuff. And then when I told them, I, I went to a Hagen meeting, they said, oh my God, he's a heretic. Well, I'm still preaching that heretic stuff. And I, I didn't die at 45. I'm 71 going to 90 because I believe he took it. See, you got to see that he took it. If you're in pain, you got to see that pain on, if you have pain in your wrist, you got to see it on him. 
You gotta see it on him. You don't, you can't see it on you. Don't, don't talk it about it being on you. You gotta see it on him. You gotta say it. Himself took it. Himself took it. The himself took it. Himself took it. Yeah, but feel. You can feel the pain. You can do it. No, 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 no. He took it. Well, it don't mean that. Yes, it does. Himself took it. <laughs> so, so I was, we had we had one. Here, here's here's the deal. In the in the in the the youth that youth that I was in doing it, uh, Royal Rangers. There was a little boy born without a hip socket, and uh, and he had a little like a crutch, and he'd walk like this. He didn't have a hip socket. That foot would. Drag like that, you know. And I, I, I said, Scooter, come here. Because he scooted around. They called him Scooter. I said, Scooter, come here. This is after the crafts. You know. And I said, did you know that Jesus has a new hip for you? Yeah. We laid hands. There was a janitor who just came in the door. He was getting ready to, you know, to clean up. And he came in the door. And when I laid my hands on it, he said it sounded like a twenty-two went off. And God put a whole new, put a whole new socket in there. And it went through the church. And all of a sudden, Mr. Poplar building a new church for him and everything else, all of a sudden, I'm a devil. The parents got mad that that boy got healed. Now, that, that, that is sick. They got mad, threatened to sue the church. <laughs> Figure that one out. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on. Wow. I mean, that's dummy, dummy, dumb, dumb stuff. I mean, yeah. real dumb stuff. And I, I didn't, I don't know about religious devils back then. I didn't know why are these people acting this way. You think they'd be happy? I'm having miracles. I went to a meeting in 1971 and Brother Hagen was there and he told me the phone. I come back and got all these miracles going. Now all these people are mad. So the deacons came over and we, he said, we want to come and have tea and cookies. And I found out I was the tea and I was the cookie. <laughs> and he told me one, you know, said, now Brother Ed, you know, I got off. And I said, well, what are you trying, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I said, well, what are you trying to say? Well, I, I got off in some things. Finally, I did no good. They left. And then a, a few weeks later, the pastor asked if he could have lunch with me. And I said, sure, and I loved my pastor. I loved him. There's good people in the Assembly of God. Sure, don't misunderstand me. They love God. I mean, you would, ha you would have to believe, love God and, and, and believe in that he put that stuff on you I mean, you would still have to believe. I mean, <laughs> and he said, now, now Brother Ed, we, you know, we had, we had this uproar with the Royal Rangers. I'm going to have to pull you out of there. And so, uh, I, and, and he said, now, let me tell you a story. He, he said, I had a son. Now, this is, this is don't misunderstand me. I, I have feeling. You know, he said, I had an eight-year-old son. And he had another son, but he was growing now. He said, but you, this is when I was pastoring down in Texas. And he said, uh, I was associate pastor. And, and he said, uh, 
my son at eight can contact a, a blood disease. And he said he was in the haunt getting blood transfusion. He said, for 30 days and 30 nights, I stayed in his room and prayed, and he died. Then he said, listen, he said, you see, it's not always God's will to heal everything. All things work to the good. They use that scripture. All things work to the good to them who love God. You need to read the chapter before that. See, don't take a scripture and read and find out what he's saying. That's why the thorn in the flesh don't click to him. It's because he was buffeted because of... Listen, I'll tell you this. You get the Pauline revelation down in your heart, you're going to get buffeted. And, you, right. and, and if you talk about it, if you're in another church and they don't believe in it, you'll find out what buffeting is. And that's what, we, that's what all of us preach. That's what, we preach the Reve, uh, Pauline's revelation, who we are in Christ. Well, you're going to get buffeted. I'm not talking about with sickness and disease. I'm just talking about opposition and stuff like that. In our church, our church, we have we have a, 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 a Calvary church in in our town. They have their bi- main Bible school, and they use our church as an illustration that we're Haganites and we're of the devil and an occult. I've had pe- their students come in and try to challenge me, <laughs> but I didn't know I didn't know Pastor Tim. You know, then, and, and I was just learning when they get up and try to question me, you know, haul them out like you do. <laughs> I let them talk too long, but I, we don't have that trouble because uh, we just haul them out, praise God. You know, <laughs> now listen, he said, you see, and I made a mental note. See, I, you know, just, I'm not, you know, I'm not a real smart guy. You know, I'm edu- highly educated. I, I have two post-hole digger degrees. I mean, page- <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, page day, you know. Two of them. How many of you ever taught at Yale? Let me see your hand here. In the late 70s, they invited me as a Catholic spirit filled to come and preach at Yale at the in their deal and many got saved professors and everything else and I got kicked out of high school but you get in the word you know you you think better you yes. do better yes sir yes, are you are you with me yes yes and I made a mental note of what he said I thought of this he made out of an experience he put a doctrine on it because that ain't in the Word. And when I'd bring up the Word, they get mad. I said, they get mad. When you give them the Word, some of them get mad. And see, he said, you see, it's not always God's will. Now I knew why he, he would put oil, you know, back in the, in, the, in the charismatic day, they'd get oil in their hand and make the sign of the cross like that. And he'd go down, if it be God's will, if it be God's will, be healed. See, in their, in their tendons, Assembly of God tendons, it's, they believe in healing. They, they just should believe their own tenants, you know. What they, are you listening to me? And I made a mental note. Then he answered. He said, yeah, back then I was running from God. I didn't, he started telling me I didn't want to be in the ministry. I wanted to be a rich businessman like my dad. <laughs> 
And I said, I said, well, pastor, do you think because you was running from God that you opened the door to Satan? He pushed the table back, turned red as a beet, and that was it for me. And I stayed there too long. I got pushed out. I mean, I, 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 this lady right here, I was ushering, and I would be standing right here after all that happened. And the, this lady right here, you know, I'm getting the bucket. You know, in the Catholic, we had those big poles, but Pentecostal, we got buckets, you know. And I'd get ready to bucket, and this lady would scream at me. I just want you to know my mother was a praying woman, and she died of cancer. I'm just collecting the bucket. I mean, these religious devils, and all of them uh, a year before, they loved me. I built a new church for them, took a year and a half off my job, believed God for food. And I mean, all this going, I didn't know what was going on. I said, why are these people acting this way? And any of you know what I'm talking about? But I made a middle note. You cannot build a doctrine on an experience. And this woman, of course, uh, you know, right in the middle of the service, the music going, taking an offering, that woman said, I just want you to know. She, and I felt like saying, well, maybe she knew how to pray, but maybe she didn't know how to believe God. Yeah. Praise God. That's right. That's right. There's a lot of prayer warriors that died before their time, yeah. see, because of lack of knowledge of the, I'm preaching real good, I don't know. But he took it away. I said he took it. By his stripes, we were, were 2,000 years ago. Yes. Yes. We, remember Brother Hagin said, you probably remember more. And he said, now all, uh, you do know the people were coming up front to have hands on. You do know that you already been healed 2,000 years ago, don't you? Well, I guess you don't because you're coming up here to have hands laid on. You don't know you're healed. Now, don't misunderstand laying hands on the sick. That, that is a New Testament doctrine. But he had a point. <laughs> Hallelujah. He took it. He took it away. So that's what you got to think. It tries to come on. No, no, no. He took it. He took it. You got to talk to it. It said, it was spoken by the prophet. Saying, saying. See, you got to say it. And you got to say, no, he took it. He got it on the wrong person. He took it away. He took it away. See, sometimes you have to stand your ground. No, he took it. He took it. And there's times, you know, here the last couple of years, this gout tries to come on me. And I remember one night, you was with me and down there in Demi. I didn't know what it was. I just know I couldn't get my watch on. You remember that? That thing swelled up. And, I, and, and you know, to relieve the pain, it was so hot. I got a bucket of ice and water and put it in there and hold it in there as long as I could without my fingers freezing, you know. And then, then, then I, I picked up my arm for an hour walking around. And I said, he took it. He took it. He took it. And that swelling started going down. He phoned his daughters and nurses. Oh, you tell Dr. Dufresne that's gout. He said, tell him to stay away from beans. Well, I'm down in New Mexico. Beans for breakfast, <laughs> beans for lunch, beans. <laughs> 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 
So I got to stay away from beans because, you know, it gives uric acid and different things. Amen. I said, amen. I don't know if I'm helping you or not, but I help myself. Well, that's, of course, how can you have fellowship? That's why a church like this is so important. You got to have fellowship in what you believe in. See, they had, they had the same doctrine as the Catholic Church, but under a Pentecostal charismatic flag. Believed the same thing. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was talking in the back, and, and I, I got talking about it. I was down in Bolivia, and, and uh, I was invited to come, but I didn't know it was for the Assembly of God. This one guy that I knew, he was working with the Assembly of God. I brought a bunch of businessmen down there. Because we wanted to build a church <coughs> down there. Well, we started, you know, the first night, a woman came up. She was, looked like she was nine months pregnant. I put my hand and the thing disappeared. The next night, they couldn't get them in the building. Word got out. Yeah. Then the next night, they had to get an auditorium. Then the next time, the auditorium was full of 10,000 people. And then they threw me off. <laughs> and you know something? All those leaders in the back room, would you pray for me? I got cancer. Would you pray for me? They whispered, would you pray for me? Isn't that terrible? So they, 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 they said, we don't need you anymore. We're, we're taking this over. We believe in this. Yeah, right. Anyway, so I, you know, we, so I had a couple of days off and we went out into a village and looking at their shops and everything, the meat. They had meat out. It was full of flies. And I mean, we're just walking around. And I saw this Catholic church. I, I, I felt, I said, I, I've been in a Catholic church for years. Let's go on over there. And I went in. It was real quiet, but there was people praying everywhere. I mean, it praying everywhere. They were praying, lighting candles and praying. I said, I wish they'd get this reverent and Pentecostal church when God's moving, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it brought my old memories when I was a kid, you know. And then they had a coffin over to the side, and they had a line, and everybody's going down there looking at that coffin, and they'd kiss the glass. There was a glass. So I said, oh, some old dead dudes over here. Let's go. So I get in line. Come on, I brought the guys with me. I went in line, and they come up, and, I, and, I, and, I, and it was a statue of Jesus. Well, up on the wall, they had Jesus up there. And it was interesting what the Lord told me. The Catholics still got him on the cross, but the Pentecostals, because of what they say, still got Jesus in a coffin. He can't help them because they're in a coffin. I got revelation out of that. Where do you got your, where's your Jesus? Is he on the right hand of the Father? Or are you talking doubt and unbelief and got him in a, in a coffin? That's so good, amen. It is good, praise God. It's the word of God. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because today and last night, when I finally settled down, we got your pastor pictures that we didn't get in the room until about one somewhere around there. And I just got praying. Still in California time. And I got praying. And I saw some things happen tonight. I said, I saw some things happen. And then we were eating lunch today down by the lake. And I was just sitting there eating some chicken wings, minding my own business. That's what you're famous for, New York. And all of a sudden, the anointing came on me, that healing anointing. Now, this is what we're going to do. 
I want every one of you that have trouble, stand up, Pastor. That you, have, you have trouble in your back and, and uh, vertebrae or you got, or you got bone upon bone. Oh, my goodness, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, anything that has to do with your spine, come up here right now. Come on up here right now. Culverture of the spine, come on up here. He took it. I said he took it. <laughs> and then I see, uh, 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 you know, I'm not a doctor, but sometimes I do. I, you know, you, you can get on and pull charts up of people's bodies because I see things and I want to learn about it, you know. But this is down in the lower part of the intestines. Uh, sometimes you pass blood. That's being healed right now. That's being healed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. There's, there's blood in your stool. And you're being healed of that right now. Glory be to my Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. hallelujah. This week and a half, we're going to have a good time. The rest of my family coming. My daughter-in-law's coming. And my wife's coming for next week and help. Hallelujah. What's wrong with your spine? Huh? Up here it's curved. What's wrong with it? Um, scoliosis. Scoli- scoliosis. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see it. It's, it's crooked and twisted. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for straightening that out. In Jesus' name. They're going straight. You feel that? Yeah. Thank you, Father, for the rest of the healing power. What's up with you, Mother? Um, I, right up in the, this part of the back. It's, yeah. It's kind of, kind of crunch, you know. I mean. Uh huh. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it up in the spirit. I got it in the vision right now. In the name of Jesus, put your hands right down. Oh, there it is. In the name of Jesus. I command that back to be straight in Jesus' name. Feel that moving? Huh? It's moving. Your back's moving. It's straightening up. In the name of Jesus. Healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What's up with you, Don? Now that's what I, I really saw. That's, oh my. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Oh my. Where's it at? Down in the lower part of your back? Yes. Any trouble up here? I see, I see the, I see the fire of God going down. Every bit of that go. 
What's wrong with you? What's up with you? Um, I have two herniated discs. Uh huh. I have part of the vertebrae is over the other one, and I. Have so when you say it's over the vertebrae, yes. in other words, it's over like that. Yes. That's what I saw laying in my bed last night. So it, it's like it's over like that. In the name, oh, there's anointing of God. Every bit of that go in Jesus' name. 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 In the name of Jesus. Uh, Noel, come up here and help me, would you? Hallelujah! The devil's a liar. Jesus is still on his throne. Pick her legs up and straighten them. Her legs there, straighten it up like that, yeah. Straighten them up like that, doing it like that. See, what's the difference? See the difference? Yeah, the left one. Uh, the left one, I command that leg to be, there, huh? Yeah, it just came out. Just moved out. <laughs> huh? See, even now, stand up, sister, help her up. Help her up, get her up, come on. Sit mess around about it, get her up. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. That's the power of God all over you. Praise God forevermore. Amen. In the name of Jesus, go take off. Go on. In the name of Jesus. Huh? You have a what? A stroke. A stroke? Yes. I said to go. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's up? I haven't been to the doctor. I've been cleaning my healing since it happened. Uh-huh. My lower back. Your lower, your lower back? <laughs> Hallelujah. And there, oh, there it is right there. Praise God. There it is right there. Praise God. What's up with you? Scoliosis. Huh? Scoliosis. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's sideways. Have you seen the x-ray of it? You haven't? In the name, it's going to make you taller. In the name, there it is right there. There's the power of God right there. What's up? Scoliosis. It keeps trying to get back on me. Yeah. Ah! Sheesh. What's up? You have a what? A plate. A, oh, you had yeah, surgery and they put a plate in there? Yeah, you have screws in there too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And where'd they do that at? Um, they did that here. And- ah! Ah! <laughs> Stand up. <clears throat> and let's put our hands to heaven. Keep the switch of faith turned on. What you need, Mother? surgeries, but right now I'm experiencing numbness on my whole left side. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I say, hey, hey, there it is right there. Healed in Jesus' name. Amen. What's wrong with you? Curvature of the spine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got one leg shorter than the other? Bring a chair up, somebody, usher. Sit down in that chair. Glory be to God. Uh, oh, there it goes right there. 
Moved right out. Did you feel that? That moved right out there in Jesus' name. Your back is straight in Jesus' name. What's up? In your spine, all right. There, there, there. I see the fire, and it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down, all the way down to the tailbone. I command that back to be normal. What, what's going on right now in your back? How all over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're healed in Jesus' name. What's up? Boy, I've had scoliosis. Scoliosis. You have a foot shorter than the other? I've never noticed it. Never noticed it? Stay sideways like that. In the name of Jesus. I command that back to... Oh, there it goes. Did you see that move? I think, praise God. It went straight. What's up? Ruptured disc and several balls Yeah. You know, sometimes that's painful. ha, ha, ha. Glory be to God. What's up? Huh? Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. It's around the shoulders. It's around. Hey! What's up? Recent car accident. My lower back How many car accidents? Quite a few. Don't you know you're redeemed from car accidents? Amen. Well, your your skeleton's crooked. I got it in the spirit. I can see your, there it goes. <laughs> What's up, mother? The doctor said I had a small stroke here. You had a small stroke? No, I'm not accepting it, but what's it with your bones? Because I'm ministering to bone. Well, I was just going to say, I, I'm constantly, I don't see out of the left side of my eyes. So uh-huh. I run into the wall. I fell today again, and yeah. my knee has been... Yeah, turn around three times. Turn around three times. Keep going. That's one. That's two. One more time. Be healed in Jesus' name. That's it. What's up? Huh? A flash? Oh, whiplash. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You're the hairdresser. Yeah. Did that husband come yet? We're believing. Switch your face turned on. And you don't want to meet him in a retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. I had one preacher lady said, well, Brother Hagin told me to be careful who I marry. I said, yeah, you probably meet up with him when you're in the retirement home the way you're going. You're too particular. Anyway, I'm not talking about you. I was over here. So. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Jesus, be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, I feel led to ask you a question. 
What do you need healed in your body? Your ears, the uh, loss of hearing. Yep. How much? Since I was born. Since you was born. 100% on my right side. It's what? 100%. 100%, and then and then. Ow! Thank you, Father. The Spirit, Father, thank you. Hold her up there. Create a new eardrum, whatever it takes, in that name of Jesus. Thank you, Deaf Spirit. Out! Say praise the Lord. Louder. Say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What's your name? Vanessa. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. I got this ear plugged up over here. Thank you, Jesus. Say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I can hear. I can hear. What's your name? I can hear. I can hear. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. See, a lot of times they think they're still hearing out of that other ear because all their life that's where they developed. I had my finger jammed up in her ear. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's going to be a lot of healings this week. Come on, glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. He took it away. He took it. 